0: What's up, my chaotic crew? Bentley Michaels here with week four of Solo
1: Bolo episodes. Ho ho ho, this week it's Caleb's, and I'm very excited to listen because he did all the editing himself. He put in all the music and the sound effects, so I'm excited to hear how he brought his story to life. If you would like to hear the other Solo Bolos, we started at episode 39 with Milo's, and then 40 and 41 are mine, a riff story.
0: Also, welcome to new and old listeners alike. We hope you are all well, and if you
1: haven't had the chance yet to uh, go onto your podcast app of choice and give us a rating, a review, we would surely appreciate it. But enough of all my jibber jabber. Let's get into Caleb's Solo
2: Bolo episode. Ooh. In a vast landscape full of adventurers, you are now listening to the world of chaotic amateurs.
1: Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D and D play podcast. I am your host, DM Alex. Uh, with me, I have
0: Caleb uh,
1: Scory. Yes, uh, and last we left our adventurers, uh, we had just been fighting the Ironbound abolith, and it had let out a psychic scream, sending Scory and his cohorts into unconsciousness. Let the adventure begin. But being knocked unconscious is a long-distant memory for you, Scory. You wake up in the Chateau de Magnus. A bit of warm colors kind of fill the area, and you begin your day. You begin putting clothes on, getting ready to start your day. You, you grab a number of small items, um, little charms and things you've got jewelry that you put on earrings and you kind of I'm pass by one of the mirrors in the room and you look and you are agnes magnus the mother of in the portrait that you've seen yeah. in in the chateau and you are making your way to breakfast
0: agnes magnus agnes Do magnus I have it right? okay yes
1: she married sure I... into the name yeah yeah
0: let me ask you something before I go down to breakfast. Yeah, and maybe even before before I'm caught off guard by the mirror situation. Mm-hmm. How aware am I as Scory? Like, would I go to grab my bag of runes and try to do a morning ritual, or like, you, like you more kind more of autopilot? do those
1: things? You you do, you grab um, like some incense and things, mm-hmm. and you perform a ritual. It's not, but spe- it's not the one
0: I'm familiar with. It's as not the one score-y. you're
1: familiar with, but that same sense of of doing that ritual. Is oh, there.
0: That's eerie. Okay. Yeah. That's bizarre. I guess off to breakfast.
1: Off to breakfast. Yeah. Uh and it's a breakfast that you've you've had many times before. It is with uh um I pulled this up. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I want to stop in front of the mirror a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, yeah. You kinda you know, you're ready to go and you you leave, but you just come come back to the yeah, mirror and just like, look at I'm it like, a little bit.
0: Hold on. Wait a second. And I want to take a closer look at the trinkets and the jewelry that I put on hmm is there any sort of magical insignia or any sort of symbolism on them that I can recognize as scory
1: uh give me a does that make sense like yeah yeah, yeah um give me a nature check, a religion check because um, the the fact one that of those one of those two
0: there was a somewhat familiar feeling given mm-hmm. that there was a ritual involved. Uh, I I want to study closer. Like, th- what did I just pray to, or what did I just yeah, do a yeah, ritual for?
1: Absolutely, nature or religion, I would nature say. Nature
0: or religion. Okay, I'm gonna go with nature, and that would be a
1: seventeen. Seventeen. Um, taking a look at at the the jewelry you have, the kind of charms, you can tell some of them are protective charms, things to ward off you know, angry spirits, things like that. Um, okay. things you, you've often seen. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, there's a couple of other pieces that have some significance to them. Um, not with any specific thing that you know of, Okay, but, but kind of, as you think about it, you, you look at one of the symbols, um, that you have, it's, it's, you know, just, a um, kind of on a, on a necklace, uh, and it's got, like four lines that make up what looks like a wolf's face. Ooh, okay. And that one, like you know you like Scory's heard of the black wolf and Agnes knows of the black wolf and you know this is a symbol for them.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: Okay. And you look at that and, and yeah, you, you you feel the meaning kinda in in that.
0: Okay. Interesting. Um, okay. I guess gosh, I would be freaked out. Yeah. Um, but it's a dream.
1: But it's a dream and you've had a dream before. And,
0: and do I realize it's a dream?
1: You do, but it, whenever or... whenever you kind of come to that realization, you you kinda you kinda get a little anxious, nervous for a second, and then that yeah. just fades and you that memory is far away again. Okay.
0: Must have been something I ate. Yeah. I'll assume. Okay. Yeah. All right. Something so uh accepting that fact, I guess I go to breakfast finally.
1: And you were at breakfast. You were standing, Not you were gone. you were sitting at the table eating your morning. Uh, proteins and and carbs um, the cooks and, and the servants have brought uh, huh. for you. And you were sitting there across the table from uh, Gaston, your eldest son.
0: The one that we recently encountered.
1: The one that you recently encountered, yes. Interesting. He looks younger. Okay. Um... You know he's got got a little bit of a mustache going on uh, at the, at this point in his in his life, uh, and he's sitting down, just kind of going over the day's events with you, just things that like you, you 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 in this dream know you've done this before, like just going over daily things, like the a, new hires and
0: the briefing
1: exactly for
0: the the happenings at the Magnus Chateau exactly yes,
1: okay. um, until he gets to kind of the end of it and he says. Uh, Yes, and one final thing. It seems uh, my younger brother has incurred a debt from the family black. He's gotten into some sort of trouble and has had to take ownership over some devious creature in a chest.
0: I'm sorry, did you say the family black?
1: Yes, the family black. You know, the... uh Mm. The vampires that live in the underdark.
0: Hmm. And remind me, Gaston, what have has our, our previous dealing been with the family Black?
1: Well, as I mean, you obviously I As know you know, Agnes, mystery, we you know. we provide some security for them from the more zealous out there so that they can do their dealings far away at the center of the world
0: Mm. now I remember now thank you
1: Bairn my younger brother has taken some sort of uh, offense to them he's gotten a hold of this creature and of course I have made arrangements to deal with it because all of his problems become mine And don't worry, don't worry. I've had Jean take a look at it. She has cast some spells upon it. She has made sure that it is safe. But I was hoping that you may beseech the Black Wolf and perhaps gain some sort of insight on what we might do with this thing.
0: At that request, Agnes... Kind of fondles the 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 uh, item that had mm-hmm. the black wolf insignia on it. Looks down into the side and says, I'll see what I can do.
1: Well, good. If you're in need of anything, make sure you grab it beforehand. I will be uh, headed to town today.
0: Might I ask you, uh, what are the properties of this cage, this box that it will be in?
1: Yes, there there seems to be some sort of uh, enchantment that will pull the creature back into the chest. There are chains that wrap around it mm. that that keep it secured for it is powerful and tries to get out on every occasion.
0: Would you say it's somewhat like a ghostbuster apparatus?
1: It, it, we may be dealing with some sort of spectral entity yes and and i dare say we might have to bust it and that's where i'm hoping the black wolf will be able to help us
0: well i am wearing one of my favorite outfits i best not be slimed
1: <laughs> uh, he just kind of laughs and that laugh just kind of trails off as he walks into the dream as oh. he's just gone oh, like no. like you're just kind of sitting there at that's breakfast it. now
0: okay uh what to do what to do (laughs) let's see as agnes is there somewhere quiet or somewhere that's a favorite place of hers where she could maybe perform a ritual or some sort of communion to contact the black wolf
1: absolutely yeah um at the back of the house um a little ways from where there's a few marked graves, I think, that you've seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, there is uh, two trees that grow, and in between them is a, a stacked stone uh, feature. Um, I think they
0: called it an Ebenezer in the Bible.
1: In an, an Ebenezer? Yeah,
0: they erect these kind of memorials. Gotcha. Uh, where they do religious... Ceremonies. There and you go. And
1: a Ebenezer. point of significance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's. and that's where you know to... You know, You bring things here. Um. This is where you kind of sit and talk with the forest as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not where you tend to have talked with the black wolf directly. Okay. There's never been one place for that.
0: But it's a place that I'm comfortable with, that I like to go for. Yeah, yeah.
1: at least Dru- it's close by.
0: Like magical kind of druidic type stuff. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, so yeah, that's where I would go. This is, I would, this
1: is yeah, this is Agnes's kind of small grove yeah. or small druidic grove, and, again, and kind of you walk there and you see there's very intentionally placed stones and vines that grow up along the wall that don't grow elsewhere. Um, there is a colored flower uh, every time of the year uh, uh, in this place.
0: I love it. Uh,
1: so I guess I would
0: kind of hitch up. I don't know if I'm wearing more of a pant style or more of a dress style or what and i would whatever it is i would kind of pitch it up just mm-hmm. a little bit so i can sit comfortably and i would sit criss crisscross, applesauce applesauce yeah cross leg on the ground near this stack of stones mm-hmm. and do whatever i feel is needed to contact the yeah yeah the black wolf
1: you you sit there and just start listening to the sounds of the forest Start listening—the birds, the insects, the breeze, and the trees. Um, just the the sound the earth makes as it sits still. As you're as you're meditating on this, as as you're trying to align your intentions with with what you're seeking, your priorities shift kind of completely. And Agnes is a distant memory And the Ironbound Aboleth is an even more distant memory And you was anything a dream? You're not sure All you know is that the berries on this bush Are going to be delicious when you eat them And you go and you bite into the branch And pull away leaves and berries And they're very good Alex Yeah
0: A humanoid wouldn't just reach out and bite.
1: No, a humanoid wouldn't, but you are an elk. An elk in the forest. Uh, I see. You Do
0: I have a a savannah accent?
1: Uh no, I do not believe this elk has a savannah accent. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I do declare Yeah. Yeah. Um No, you know that you are special to this forest, you are an envoy for the forest itself. Mm. And kind of as you're eating and munching on these berries, you you get this sense that you're being called somewhere.
0: My head bolts up like I heard the snap of a twig and my ears twitch. And I look to the direction where I feel the call. Not necessarily hear the call, but feel the call. Okay. Um, and just out of curiosity, when I look down at my hooves and my legs, what color are they?
1: Um, like a dark brown. Okay.
0: Nothing, not black though.
1: No, no, okay. I wouldn't say. Okay. I wouldn't say so.
0: All right. Yeah, and do I perceive any sort of treachery or danger in that call that I hear?
1: Give me an insight check.
0: looking for danger, man. That's a thirteen. Thirteen.
1: Potentially there could be danger in that call, but you know your your kind of your duty your mm-hmm. your your position in this forest is to answer those calls.
0: It's not uncommon to encounter danger when I'm called if, exactly of. yes okay.
1: yeah there's a there is some amount of danger and part of the reason you're being called is because of that so okay. that if there's danger it's you that feels it and not something more precious.
0: Then I would um, immediately start bounding my way as quickly as I possibly could. All right, to that area. Yeah, um, and you start keeping a keen eye.
1: Start traveling through the forest, uh, and you know this forest well. Um, you know, you know kind of where all the trees are. You know the paths, and you begin making your way towards where you have felt this call, and you find Agnes. In the forest, kind of wandering towards you. And you kind of yeah. stop there. And she says, Ah! Oh, <laughs> you must be my guide.
0: Uh, I bow my head. But she kind of
1: she pets it a little bit. If you want to speak with her, you can. You, okay. you, you know, you have that. And in essence, what's happening is, is she's getting the understanding of what you're saying. Okay. Um, she has a connection to the forest. And, and that allows her to kind of speak with animals in that regard.
0: Um, I would say, um, yes, my lady, I believe I'm here for you, but I believe that there is also danger not far.
1: I see, I see. We should be careful, then. I seek, well, I seek the black wolf himself.
0: I kind of shake my head and, you know, that kind of almost twitchy shake like mm-hmm. dogs do when they're trying to dry off and it, you see it ripple down their spine. Oh, sure, sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of scratch my hoof and then wait for more <laughs> information.
1: <laughs> I'm worried that something dangerous might be coming into our forest, and, well, the wisest thing around may be of some help. Uh,
0: if elks could blush, this elk would blush.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, where to? And... At this point, I want you to tell me where you're going. Uh Uh-oh. You know that Agnes isn't going to meet the black wolf right away. She needs to do something to prove that she's worthy, that Mm. she's keeping the balance in the forest. Um, Where do you take her to test her?
0: I would... Take her to so the chateau de Magnus is pretty much in a forest, correct, yes, yeah, um, a forest
1: there's a a northern river and a southern river, right, and then as it goes off to the east the it kind of expands out um and you know there's some ruins beyond that, okay. and kind of where those ruins are is the the edge of the forest okay that is a, that makes up this region
0: as a player, I don't know anything about those ruins.
1: Uh, it's not going to be the ruins that you take her to. Right. I want, I want, I want you to come right. up, come so, up but, with a so place. So
0: kind of what what my thoughts were is I'm trying to think of, of a place where there's more of a interesting hillside slash rocky craggy area. Okay. Um, my intentions is for her to prove herself in ways of navigating the nature. So, gotcha. so kind of almost like the setup that we see here where we're recording, there's there's a stone wall, um, but imagine that it's a natural kind of cliff face with lots of um, potential caves and potential rock falls and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just a real messy looking kind of cliff face. And um, part of the process is for her to um, navigate and essentially pick the correct path.
1: All right. Yeah. So so down down south, you, you begin leading her. Um, there's a number of crevasses that, that go into the ground and the, the terrain gets broken up down there. Um, just, just south of it is a large river, uh, that flows into Turlin. Um, but here is, you know, speckled with, with rock faces, caves, um, it's, it's, tends not to be a way most people travel because it's a little dangerous um and
0: in, in in real life it would be the kind of place that you would maybe pay extra close attention to things like rattlesnakes scorpions yeah yeah like absolutely. stuff that city folk don't really encounter on a day-to-day
1: yeah and for the most part that's the entire forest yeah <laughs> um, i guess that's true we have battled quite a few yeah
0: Discussing things already so
1: and so you know again kind of as you're as you're thinking about the forest and thinking thinking of that you you know that this is a dangerous forest Mm. um only because you have made some sort of deal with the black wolf are you safe to travel it Mm. um but you take agnes to the the crags uh to the south of the woods Mm. um
0: And I would kind of nod my head, kind of gesturing, like, go forward and not really provide any sort of other information. Perfect. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, of course. And you kind of are nodding towards Agnes to, to move forward, and she just seems a little hesitant to do so, and you kind of empathize with that a little bit. And as you do, you are now seeing the world through Agnes's eyes again. Of course.
0: I should have given myself more information.
1: Yeah, um, give me a survival check as you make your way through the crags, trying to find kind of the best path.
0: non natural twenty.
1: Nice. So you have twenty total there. Uh, you you make your way through. Um, I think you were asking before, like if you have. Uh, I think you have kind of this this longer skirt on, but you tie it in a way that yeah. you know gives you ample movement. Um,
0: She's not. Unaccustomed to... Exactly. ...adventure and getting dirty.
1: Yeah. Uh, And, you know, ever so often the elk is kind of like standing on a rock waiting for you. Um, Like the fourth or fifth rock, it's just getting there Mm -hmm. while you kind of pass by and then it has to jump back down. Um, It's trying to keep up with you at this point.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, After a couple of hours traveling through, uh, going towards uh, towards the east, you happen upon... Um, a corpse just kind of down below you from from the, the cliff that you're on. Um, you kind of climb down to investigate it and the elk is just kind of circling it and looking down and just kind of beds itself down next to this area. And you get a sense that something happened here with the corpse. It's skin isn't there its organs aren't there its clothes are tattered it's just kind of this skeleton and there are very specifically four items that are here there is a wolf's claw it's black there is a um, a tree nut that has gotten wet and has sprouted like it's gonna come up about four or five inches and two little leaves have popped open kind of starting to grow roots the The clothes are, are all tattered and worn away except for a cape of fur and leather that this this corpse is wearing and then there's a bag um what do you do
0: can I see anything about the bag inside yeah. it or you, anything on it?
1: grab the bag and you kind of open it up and there are four medallions that have the same emblem that you have on yours. It's that black wolf face. And the elk kind of stands up when you look at that.
0: That makes me uncomfortable. Um, because it would seem that maybe this person hunts friends of the black wolf, and this may be their bounty. And this claw... Can I take a closer look at the claw yeah, without officially choosing it yeah yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> i i don't know how this works if if as soon as I touch something that's mine
1: no, no I, okay. yeah you're you're inspecting these things you Good, you touch yeah. the medallions, you grab the wolf's claw, yeah, you know you you kind of think about doing it and you're already doing it okay um it's it's uh you take a look at where it, where it was it it looks like it was kind of embedded in um some bone mm. Like like a wolf had this its, person's bone. Yeah. Th- this this corpse. this corpse bone. Um like scene. the wolf had attacked it at some point and lost uh one of its claws. Okay.
0: And can I tell what kind of plant this nut is sprouting?
1: Uh give me a nature or survival check. Twenty two. Twenty two. Um it is it's a maple. Hmm.
0: Some maple, uh, normal to this area,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, looks like it was um, some sort of uh, of kind of like trail mix that it, that they had had. Um, it was kind of like in a pouch with some other things.
0: It's peculiar that it's sprouting so much. Yeah. Um, do I have any insight as to why that might be? You're not sure. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think uh Okay, one last look at the cape and the, the the fur and leather cape
1: yeah, taking a look at it um it's the only thing that has not decayed uh of of clothing on this mm-hmm. on this whoever this was um it's got fur at least this you know dark brown fur along the along the top and the back is just this leather um cape. That looks like it has a number of scrapes and cuts on it from being worn over the years. Uh
0: yeah. Uh any particular animals of of interest? Or is it just
1: It's hard Ooh. to tell, I would say. Okay. You can't yeah, yeah. You can't gain any kind of insight as to what animal the fur was or the the leather is.
0: The cape in particular, is there any sort of magical property? Doesn't it seem up. like it. No, okay. seems
1: very simple. It's been damaged. Um,
0: if I'm choosing one of these four, I would choose the claw.
2: All right.
1: You kind of you kind of pick up the claw and, and begin, you know, looking at it again. And the elk comes up to you. comes comes up to you and says, uh, "The, servants, the of servants of the black wolf. wolf. They have black, black claws." claws. Place, place the, claw, the claw, and it just kind of puts a hoof on the skull of this thing
0: place it on the third eye sure I guess
1: yeah, yeah, kinda place it right right there mm-hmm. and and let it sit there um and you get this sense of the forest around you, and you get this sense the black wolf guides and watches. This this sense that, that, that the black wolf is the head of the creature. And you kind of look at the others and you lo- remember the symbol and you know the four lines on the, the wolf represent four things. The line that represents the eyes is the forest that sees everything. The line that represents the nose is the animals of the forest. The line that represents the... Fur and the teeth represents the family Magnus.
0: Um, I quickly gather as I can manipulate all these things, right?
1: Uh, you know, like you you kind of go for the the wolf's claw mm-hmm. and you you can't grab it. Okay, like you kind of go to grab it and you are distracted by something else. Okay,
0: um, I would like to place the nut in the eye socket of the skull. Okay, does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. you kind of place it, place it in the eye, Yeah. Um, and you get a sense that's no, no. The wolf is the one that sees everything. Give me a you
0: said. You said yeah. it was the the forest was the. I wish I had written this down. I wasn't just taking in <laughs> beautiful narrative. Uh, I, I was
1: saying, yeah, the forest watches, watches everything. Yeah, everything. And the, I think it's that's the why wolf, I... the wolf that watches everything. Okay, the forest. And you kind of you kind of think on it the forest the forest is the it's what it's what the forest is the the trees are what the forest is it's the the life of it
0: okay i see um i would take the cape and place it around the torso and where the cape comes together on the front towards the sternum of this mm-hmm. body i would try to put the nut inside, in between the the ribs, into the cavity of the chest.
1: Gotcha. So you kind of place the uh, the cape on the torso and the seed inside, um, kind of where the heart would be. And kind of as you're as you're placing the seed in there, it grows a little bit mm. as it's being pulled towards it, and you get this sensation that uh, the forest is the heart of this place. The plants are the heart and the blood of the forest that you're in. Mm. And as the, the cape kind of wraps this whole whole thing, um, uh, the whole skeleton up, you get this sensation that the animals are what fill the forest with life. Mm. They take from the plants and they manipulate life and they enjoy it and they destroy it and they, they just are.
0: Which, if I'm understanding, that leaves the bag in the, with the medallions in it. Yes. Was there anything besides the four medallions?
1: No, just the four medallions. And actually, they were in a bag, but the bag's gone now.
0: Mm. So I'm just left with the medallions. Mm-hmm. I'm at a little bit of a loss, but I'll try putting one towards the end of each where the appendage should be. Mm-hmm. One in each hand, one on each foot. Yeah. And see what happens.
1: You're going to wrap them around each one and they hang at the ankles and at the wrists and you get this sense that the family Magnus protects the forest. The family Magnus keeps everything else away that would cause an imbalance to the forest. Because so that, that maple begins growing out of this thing quickly. And Creates this small five-six foot tree that beneath it or along the roots start growing little clover and start overtaking whatever this corpse was. It looks like its flesh has been taken by, by the uh, the the soil and the earth already, and now it is taking that and growing from it. And the elk kind of looks at you and nods and thinks. You're doing well.
0: Thank you, Elk. <laughs> Is there any fruit on this tree? Is there any
1: um after a little produce? bit um a, a nut uh does kind of uh, appear
0: similar to the one I found? In exactly, M- yeah. That's how That's how trees work, right? Yeah. Yeah. They
1: have fruiting um, bodies,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> uh I would try to take one
1: easy enough. So it's a, as if the tree is giving it to you.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I would take that. And you mentioned clover growing at the bottom. Is there anything yeah. interesting or out of the ordinary as much as a dream would have? Out of the ordinary? Cuz uh, pretty much everything's
1: everything is a little odd. Yeah. Yeah. You're no either an elk or a lady. It's, you yeah. know, if this isn't your <laughs> your regular comfort lady. zone. Um the the clover is Simple and okay. growing. Um, t- taking a look at it, you know, you don't see anything
0: Okay. Oh. I look to the elf and I say, well, that was pretty cool. And <sighs> I look around and see if uh, a wolf appears or if there's a, a path that this tree somehow indicates yeah. go this way yeah. or something.
1: You you begin kind of looking around. And as you do, the elk continues along oh. the path. Okay. Okay. Um, and you you the two of you spend the next hour kind of making your way out of this craggy rock face um into a bit of a denser part of the the forest um and the forest kind of begins to lose a bit of its color as mm. this happens same
0: density just yeah same vibrancy. same density
1: but but the trees just aren't quite as green the mushrooms and the earth aren't quite as red mm. um make a perception check as you're continuing on your journey. 9 9. Okay. You know, you, you see that you see that loss of color uh but you continue onward with the with the uh, with the elk kind of leading the way. You're guiding your way. Another hour passes. It's it's almost like you're in a whole nother place. You know, the the trees are a different color than what you're used to Um, and it's distracting and you don't notice the kind of floating lights off in the forest as you're traveling Mm -hmm. until there's like three of them one to the left and two to the right Uh, these just little floating lights that that kind of (laughs) spook the elk
0: yeah I like how you say that just three floating lights
1: just three floating lights
0: is that so Yeah. yeah And does the elk run off, or does it just seem more agitated? Just kind? more agitated, okay. a little more skittish. Okay.
1: Uh, like it checks that you're behind ever yeah. so often, like like more often.
0: Yeah. Do I do I recognize these? Have I encountered these?
1: Give me a nature, a religion, or a survival check. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, yes. Uh, you know that these are. Um, undead spirits that often uh, live within the woods. They are will wisps
0: Okay.
1: They enjoy uh, life and making sure that they can take it from those that are living.
0: Okay, okay. So, kind of rubbing the elk behind its ear, kind of scratching mm-hmm. along its jawline. I say it's, it's best we take a wide berth around... Those, I'm sure they do not mean us well. And I would actually, if the elk allows, I would try to mount the elk.
1: Give me an animal handling check. An eleven. An eleven. Um, the the elk is receptive, uh, but you're not a very proficient rider. Um,
0: maybe I try it and it doesn't. Feel quite as efficient as I hoped.
1: Yeah, it's it's not more efficient, but it's not less efficient. You're not you're not traveling any slower doing this, um, but you're keeping kind of one, uh, you know, one target versus two, yeah. and you're you're staying together. So I
0: would I would try to communicate and ask the elk if the elk is comfortable with this, and if so, maybe thinking that we'll get better at this, like we'll yeah. get a more intuitive kind of connection and and. I won't roll an eleven. Basically, is mm. what I'm what I'm hoping for.
1: Yeah, you you kind of uh, you know you get a sense from the elk that it's fine with this. Um, it hasn't done this before, but you Me know neither. it's it's scared and it, it likes it likes to keep its friends and allies close. That's how elk you know that's how they protect themselves, and Excellent. so so they're you know kind of they they want you to keep a lookout as they yeah. focus on going forward.
0: And I will relate to them. We'll protect each other.
1: <laughs> and you begin making your way through the forest. Excellent. Let me get some dice. Oh, no. All right. So you've been making your way through the forest, and the three of the those will-o'-wisps, you know, they're still kind of following you. They're keeping pace um, behind you, uh, but not catching up. Um ever so often though you kind of see a group a group of them that you pass by to the left and then a you know kind of denser group off to the right uh, and after after a few minutes of this you are in this area that just lacks color now. it is black and white and and all the whites are kind of glowing and it is just a surreal space you're in and there's not groups of these willow wisps now. They're just everywhere. There's just, they're they're high up in the trees. They're kind of coming in and out of the ground. They, ever so often, one of them sees you and kind of joins this group that's following. And after 30 minutes more, traveling through this dense, monochromatic forest, there's a group of seven of these. They're just kind of, slowly following you and ever so often like one of them gets a little faster and kind of comes up and looks at you interested and then falls back what do Uh, you do
0: um the elk noticeably uh, it it notices that i noticeably tense yeah if you think we can avoid almost certain death at this uh mass of will-o'-wisp please let us uh, move faster.
1: And you kind of you say, say that and and the, the, the elk kind of perks up and kind of stops and looks around its surroundings and you get a sense that it knows where to go. I trust you. And it, it turns off kind of going a little more south now and heads that direction until you come across... This massive stone, like twenty feet wide, that's leaned up against like a a tree, um, that's been, you know, bent bent to one side, but it's still kind of growing up. Mm -hmm. It's kind of holding on to this massive rock, and the elk kind of stops in front of it, and you know, kind of gets down a little bit. I dismount and just kind of nods to to underneath the rock. There's, it looks like there's there's a gap like two feet wide, that's kind of slivers underneath it.
0: Okay, I make sure that my my clothing is tied, tight tight, mm-hmm. close to the body. Um, I don't need it catching anything and holding me back. And I, as I about as I'm about to approach and enter the hole, I look back at the elk and kind of physically look at it and just just basically communicate are are you going to be okay?
1: kind of looks over at you and and motions with its its nose for you to go in and it kind of turns back at these wisps that are coming and you see the elk's form slowly lose focus and you can kind of see past it, through it, and there's these little wisps of of almost looks like stars that kind of start at the at the ground of the feet and kind of come up and come up through the antlers and the body and just kind of go off into the sky and it has become some sort of spectral guardian
0: Mm, i like that thank you mr elk and i work my way in
1: all right kind of slide your way in and the first thing you notice is is wet on kind of your 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 backside as you're sliding down and you hear kind of dripping in here just ever so often there's there's these dripping noises off of either the rock above you or some sort of maybe there's water coming into this space but you kind of get down and it is difficult to see hmm. uh, it is dark down here Am I a human? Uh, you you do not have dark vision at the moment. Okay, I, I will say.
0: I guess I knew what I was signing up for when I married into the Magnus family. Well, I guess, uh, and she checks her person to see if she has anything to light.
1: Yeah, you gotta check check on you know uh, what you have. You gathered some things this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a. Small, not a torch. Something smaller. Grateful Dead Zippo lighter. Grateful Dead Zippo lighter. Because you know, you know, Agnes is a deadhead. She's a deadhead. Yeah. For sure. Um. No, she's got she's got like a a small um silver rod that that's enchanted with a light cantrip, okay. and and you know you speak its command word, and it lights up the area you're in.
0: Yeah. So I guess as I'm scrambling in, I mutter whatever I need to mm-hmm. to, to cause that to glow.
1: And you kind of r- raise it in front of you and light up the area. And you see that there is a number of like tiny little trickles of water coming in from uh, the bedrock underneath you um, that fills this, this large chamber. Uh, however wide the rock, rock is, uh, this cave extends down probably 40 feet into the ground uh, at a downward angle. And little streams of water collect at its base. Okay. Um,
0: Do I see the pooling? Like, do I see the? Oh yeah, yeah. You
1: can see it from where you are. Um, off in the off, off in the distance. There's vines, roots that are growing down here. A couple of mushrooms and things like that. Um, and you can see that they have a little bit of color, Mm -hmm. but still mostly everything's black and white.
0: Can I'd like to? Can I look at one of the mushrooms and maybe pluck it? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Give me a survival check. Kinda looking through seeing you might you know, if it's poisonous you probably don't want to pluck that one. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Um this is a great mushroom for cooking. Uh you you can uh, you know, absentmindedly mindedly grab some of them mm. and and know that it's going to make a tasty dish later. Yeah.
0: These will serve me better later. Yeah. I think. Okay. And so uh, explain the scene to me. Is it is it like like a bank, like a clean line of where this pool is, and I can walk up to this pool, or is it, uh, is there walkway all the way around? Or? Gotcha.
1: So, so going down from where, where you can see, going down, uh, the kind of cave bottom just goes straight into the pool at the bottom. And as you kind of walk about halfway down, you can see the rest. Um, and it looks like yeah it's it's a large uh large pool at the bottom and then there's a back to it and you can make your way kind of along along the edges uh-huh. and there's a few large rocks that are just kind of right in the center of this this pond this pool I feel, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um I look up at the ceiling does it look like those stones were dislodged from the ceiling specifically
1: It looks like it yeah okay yeah and You can see there's there's you know a couple of larger ones and probably about 8 just large stones in there um in total,
0: any particular arrangement that catches my attention
1: they see i mean they seem random like um they look like they've they fell form, from plop, plop. yeah, all, like there's a big chunk out of the ceiling, yeah, uh, it looks like they all just came from there,
0: but they don't make like a pentagram or a <laughs> the shape of
1: <laughs> yeah so the first the first Sorry, I've been some playing of them of are, are like Call a Cthulhu, four Cthulhu, so. and then it's a two and a zero,
0: yeah, <laughs> okay, gotcha, yeah, um,
1: but no, no, no symbology, or okay. anything with them, so
0: um. I would try to does it look like there's a path on the opposite side. You said it, it looks like it dead ends there? Is that right?
1: Yeah, it looks like it dead ends but but you there's there's a section that you can kinda of walk on.
0: Okay. I would walk along that section just kind of scanning the water line to see does this water look first of all, I'm getting kind of thirsty, so sure. Is it drinkable? Is there anything living in it? Um anything peculiar about it that I should be concerned about.
1: Yeah, I would say with your survival check from earlier, um, you would assume this water is very drinkable. Okay. Uh, but give me a perception check as you're kind of looking into the water okay. um, and making your way around it. 18 total. 18 total, yeah. So you begin yeah. kind I, of... Go... I don't think I've ever rolled consistently
0: this well before. You've been doing very good. I, I have new dice, so that I'm going to attribute...
1: New dice, yeah, yeah. That'll do it for you.
0: Of course, that probably just cursed it, so...
1: <laughs> um, you begin making your way around uh, the the side of the shore, as it were. Mm. Um, And you get probably a quarter of the way over, and you notice on the backside of some of the uh, rocks, there's like ripples that appear as you move. And you kind of stop, and the ripples die down.
0: I creep another step.
1: You You take another step. Ripples? Two steps, three steps... And kind of on the fourth step there's more more ripples appear okay. I
0: don't like the idea of being on narrow ground with there potentially being a threat there so I'm gonna double back to the shore okay
1: and kind of as you do you kind of go back and you see some more ripples on <laughs> the opposite side of some of the rocks do I know what
0: spells I have yeah. Oh, oh, okay. That's right, because I'm, I'm more You're scory. Less, you, know right. what
1: you, okay. you know what spells you have. Okay.
0: I have a cantrip, and I'm going to use it. Uh, I've got shape water. Okay. And I'd like to Moses-style part the sea and see if I can't where the, the ripple's centered. Mm-hmm. I want to see if I can kind of cut in and expose what might be.
1: Yeah, it seems wherever the ripples are coming from is, is always kind of moving and is always it's on the opposite side of some rock from you. Okay. Uh, so it's hard to kind of move water um, like you can move where you think it was and you kind of move some of the water around and it's just... But it's already... Yeah.
0: I say... Hello? Hello? Hello?
1: Hello? Hello? And you hear kind of an echo... And you hear another echo. Hello? 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 Echo? Echo? Echo. echo? Echo?
0: I know there's someone here. I mean you no harm. I'm looking for the black wolf.
1: And you, you kind of hear some movement. And on the opposite side of one of the rocks you see a dark shape kind of get onto the ro- Like something just dark goes on the rock mm-hmm. and another dark shape kind of on the rock. Mm-hmm. And then like... Wait, a separate dark shape? A separate dark shape. Okay. And then like three or four as these odd dark tentacles kind of start pulling up on top of the rock and this big bulbous head kind of comes up and these yellow eyes look at you. And this octopus just looks at you and says, "Mm, black wolf, you're looking for, uh,
0: whatever, uh, residual scory is there. He kind of reflexively goes to pull down his mask. And I, it's not there, I'm assuming.
1: And you kind of do that and you feel this sensation of put, pulling down your mask and you have this out-of-body experience for a second. And it's like Scory standing in front of this octopus and like both the octopus and you with your mask on are at the same height. Okay. Um, wow. And as that kind of fades away, you are Agnes and you are in front of this octopus.
2: Okay.
1: It says, you're looking for the black wolf.
0: Indeed, I am. I've been tasked with seeking the Black Wolf's help.
1: I'm sure he will help you. (laughs) Ah, You do not seem like someone who should even be here, though. A creature in the forest like you You should be dead.
0: You may be right. I am often right. I came here with... an envoy an An elk an elk
1: elk are simple (laughs) elk mm, are not curious if an elk is presented with a challenge they run or they stare your envoy I'm sure is very helpful it
0: may be true that they run or they stare but they are very wise and if they run, it's because there is good reason.
2: Hmm.
1: So you like to run. You run away, don't Another you? I
0: hmm? 13.1 miles?
1: Ah, you like to run for fun. <laughs> fun run, yes. Fun Jogging. Mm. Yes. And you run away. As you do this, you run away from all your problems, don't you?
0: Mm. On the contrary, I run towards victory.
1: Ah. That's what you call it. <laughs> I need the echo kind of, or the laugh just echoes in the chamber a bit. <laughs>
2: I
0: don't like this guy. Listen, are you going to help me or not? No. What do you need? I need to know where to find the black wolf.
1: Mm. And it kind of looks up in the ceiling at some of the like dripping water and grabs like it's face area with some of its tentacles and just kind of strokes its face. Hmm, where would the black wolf be? Probably in the black wolf forest. Probably somewhere nearby. Probably close.
0: Using one tentacle, could you point in the direction?
1: (laughs) And he just has like one tentacle and it just points up. He's above ground, not below ground. I deal with below ground.
0: All right, then. Well, uh, it was nice meeting you. Mm-hmm.
1: All the best. Ah, it's good meeting you as
2: well.
0: And she slowly backs out of the
2: room. Bye-bye. Run.
1: Quickly the echoes kind of just follow you up and you get to the mouth of this kind of cave and you see that spectral elk just kind of hunkered down in the ground, the earth and the the veins of like stars coming off of it into the air around and past it you see no spirits. Mm. And the elk just looks restful
0: is there do i see a way that i can scramble above this cave
1: yeah yeah you you can you can get, you can leave the cave and you can get on top of the large rock that kind of yeah. covers the mouth of it
0: yeah i'd like to do that and just kind of get some bearings okay because the such a peculiar character i want to engage more but i can't help but feel that it's a bigger threat than it is a help mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess I'll take a look and see what I see and then make a decision after that.
1: Yeah, you climb up on top of the the kind of massive rock that covers this cave. Uh, Give me a perception check as you're kind of looking around to see the area. 18. 18? Um, Looking kind of to the north and the northeast, uh, you notice there is a massive kind of tower off in the distance and you assume that's where the ruins are of the old temple and you think that's beyond the woods that's not where you need to go Mm. And you look to the south and you get a sense that the river is just south of you um that's not where you want to go and you look off kind of the west and the north and Um, the forest just kind of sprawls and climbs up these kind of large hills going that direction. Um, And kind of as you look that direction, you hear the howl of a wolf. I run. All right. Quickly. All right.
0: Faster than I would a half marathon.
1: Oh. Yeah. Well, Um, shoot. In fact. I mean, give me an athletics check then.
0: Well, hold on. Oh. Uh, I am going to use... Wild shape all right, yeah, and I should have thought about what animal I'm going to turn into before I said that. you know what? Why not an elk? why not yeah uh,
1: so yeah you you are on top of this rock, and you hear that that wolf howl, and you sharpen your senses, and you make a leap off of this rock, and as you do kind of midair, you form into an elk and as you kind of land, you land in the spot where that the spectral elk was, and you kind of become one as you do this, and as you are kind of racing through the woods, there's this just kind of trail of stardust that pulls off of you as you do it. Um, and you race towards Certain Doom. Certain Doom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as you do, you hear a octopus's uh, laugh just kind of echo from the cave beneath, Don't and watch just kind of follows you. Okay. Um, you know, the you're you're going towards kind of these large hills, this dense forest. But what does the space look like that you're going to? Is it a, you know, is it a cave? Is it a clearing? Is it a waterfall? Is it? Uh, hills, is it? What is it?
0: I actually think it's probably more uh, like swamp and glade. Okay. Which is peculiar, given that it's on a high higher altitude. Sure, like the topography
1: is. Yeah, you're kind of going going up in the hills, but you know there's there's massive mountain ranges off to the east, and so.
0: And I feel like it levels off large enough to have some sort of swamp.
1: But yeah, typically it's on a low-lying mm-hmm. thing. Um, but the the place you end up in um, begins, you know, as, as you're traveling, just just be, is wetter than than uh, you were expecting, and these swampy plants begin to appear, and these um, kind of odd little bogs are are forming, and you have to jump from kind of place to place uh, to to not get stuck in the mud here. Mm-hmm. Um, actually give me a athletics check as a elk
0: alright
1: Elkletics.
0: athletics oh this is a bad elk Um, so athletics is it strength?
1: Athletics. it will be strength yeah so unless there's something on there it'll just be the strength score Uh, modifier 9 total 9 Uh, yeah, you're kind of jumping um, past the the swampy, boggy areas um, and you, you get ready to jump uh, over a small pond and you uh, jump into um, kind of a planting, like, like a, a group of plants and uh, that is not ground as you kind of fall into uh-huh. the water and kind of get stuck in the mud a bit. You you struggle to kind of kind of free yourself and it's it's taking a little crime, time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and after after a bit of time, you hear uh, some laughter up in the trees. And it's not that octopus though. You kind of oh, hear.
0: Okay, I was going I was about to get real mad.
1: It's like a. That son of
2: a- <laughs> A deer a deer stuck in the wood. <laughs> uh
0: I ignore it and I try to get myself free.
1: Alright. Give me a turned. uh give me another athletics check to try and try and free yourself.
0: Nineteen. Nineteen. A little bit better that time.
1: Oh yeah. Um so yeah, it takes a little time. Uh but you you are able to kind of find, you know, enough leverage to get yourself up on the shore and you kinda of like you know, Tumble a bit and uh shake the mud off um, as you see a uh crow or a raven.
0: Mm.
1: No, what is it? A crow? The crow the the crows. It's a crow. We've we've been dealing with crows. Uh a crow kind of flies down and just kinda like lands on a a rock near you and it's like <laughs> you cut <got> yourself out. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that was funny though.
0: I don't think it's so funny. Aww. Ken, why are you here? Are you just here to make fun of me and torment me?
1: Mostly. Yeah. Why are you here? I seek the black
0: wolf. <laughs> and if, if I have the amulet somewhere on me as an elk, I would
1: I don't think I do. No, but, not in the elk yeah. form, no. Um No.
0: I. what's so funny about that?
1: Yeah, you never seen a You never you never seen one? Oh, here! And it it kind of jumps off, flies a little bit, and like lands in the mud upside down, and just starts laughing.
2: <laughs>
1: I start walking. Damn, I'm muddy! What? I'm, I'm 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 muddy.
0: I
2: I fell in the mud.
0: Okay, I'll start calling you Muddy then.
1: That's a good name. Yeah. Kind of like flips up on its feet and just you know. It cleans itself a little bit with water.
0: Can I interest you in a mushroom?
1: Ooh. what's a mushroom?
0: Yes, uh, I hate to waste a wild shape, but I turn back into Agnes. <gasps> and, what and I uh, like as I shape shift, I'm already holding it out like instantly, like and it, there's no fumbling through pockets. Sure, anymore. sure, yeah,
1: no, absolutely. Uh, and the, the crow kind of just jumps up towards you just baffled that you're not an elk anymore. And you see the elk that's been following you is is just kind of behind you now. Mm. Um, and it cocks its head to the side and says Mushroom!
0: Mm. Full of vitamin <sniffs> D. It
1: grabs it and just starts <clears throat> <sighs> That's pretty my, good. I
0: cross my fingers. That's pretty good. You feel anything?
2: Ah... Uh, Ah. Um. Oh. oh. no. My
1: my soul is
2: <laughs> leaving me. Oh no. Oh.
1: And it tries to kind of fly away. Ah. Ah. And it just stops. And it tumbles down. And falls into the mud. <laughs> oh, muddy.
0: You're good, muddy. Thank you. Who are you? If I'm muddy, are you... Was an elk? Was an elk. Agnes was an elk.
2: Agnes was an elk. All right. Good to meet
1: you, Agnes was an elk.
0: Pleased to meet you as well. Now, if you don't mind, I actually have somewhere I have to go. Oh. And she looks around, and does she remember which direction the wolf howl was? Yeah, you, you, you,
1: you, you do. And you're kind of like, as you say that, you're already... Heading off that direction, yeah. and uh, Muddy is just kind of following, uh, fl- like like flies up with you and then lands in the antlers of the elk, and does. And tr- the elk kind of like tries to knock it off, and it just stays.
0: D- does the elk seem at all agitated, other than just annoyed with it? Being just on? annoyed, yeah. Okay. Just
1: kind of knocks it off the antlers, but it's like, all right, fine. All I right. didn't do it, so I'm not gonna put any more effort into it.
0: Muddy, huh? I think we could be friends. Maybe. What's a friend? People that trust one another and What's a people? I am a people. Ah,
1: I could be a people someday.
0: <laughs> I think you might I would I would consider you a people. Okay. It might be more liberal thinking than, than most, but eh. I see I see the value in the animals and the plants. Ah,
1: oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good.
0: That's good. Do you want to come along with me as I look for the black wolf?
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go find him. Do He's you... this way.
0: Oh, perfect. So you know. Oh yeah.
2: Wait. You know
1: where he is too, right?
0: Absolutely, I do. Hmm. Good. <laughs> and it winks at you. <laughs> and and I, at that point, I I do show my my black wolf pendant. Oh.
2: Oh. Oh. That's nice.
0: It might be easier actually if you show the way.
2: If if I what?
0: Show the way? Oh yeah. Because you probably I'm not familiar with this area. So maybe you could Oh you you usually come from the north. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's easier to come from the south. He starts <laughs> gonna fly in ahead of you and just stops on a branch every so often. Okay, okay. Um, to lead you the way. And after about ten, fifteen minutes, uh you are brought to a larger bog. Green waters, cattails and reeds and stuff growing everywhere. Um, the, the water just looks solid uh, from all the just things that are, are living in there. Uh, and at the center of it is this massive flat rock. That that takes up like a third of the, the the surface area of it, and Muddy just flies over and lands on the rock.
0: I call out, "Black Wolf, Agnes Magnus asks for your aid."
1: And you hear, uh ah, Agnes wasn't
2: out. Ask for your aid."
1: And you uh, are kind of you are kind of standing there, and you're you're thinking to yourself, "How?" How am I going to summon the Black Wolf? And you've done this before. Agnes has done this before. And again, I'd like to ask you, how. what is the ritual of summoning the Black Wolf? What are the steps that you take? What are the things that you brought along from your journey to show the Black Wolf that your intentions are true? And then... What is it that you bring that summons the wolf?
0: I think I would try to approach the flat rock. Okay. Climb up on it. Yeah. Covered in bog.
1: Yeah, you kind of wade through the bog, and it's not, you know, over your head or anything. It's it's shallow enough. Um, as you do, though, ever so often, like, you, you kind of step on something, mm. and you hear a break, like like a tree limb or something is broken. Okay. Um, and then kinda as you get towards the, the rock there's even more of these, you know, things that things and you kinda climb up onto the rock and okay. you're there.
0: Once Agnes approaches the rock, she's on it. Uh, she would take a flower that she plucked from her special space that mm-hmm. that um where that stone pillar was built. Um you had mentioned that there are flowers that bloom There's always a flower flower blooming during the season. yeah. And so whatever season we're in, I would have that flower and I would place it in the center of the stone. I would take the nut that I retrieved from the tree Mm -hmm. and place it by the flower. I would take some water from the bog and just kind of dip my hand in it and sprinkle whatever is... Dropping off my hands onto both of those,
2: yeah,
1: it's a bit a bit like you know reading tea leaves, yeah, some stuff yeah. falls in, and it creates this, this exactly, yeah,
0: yeah, and I know I just put water on it, but this is d and d and it's a dream, yeah, so double fantasy, uh that silver rod that I had, yeah, that I cast light on, mm-hmm. if there's some way that I can get it to generate heat to. Light. That
1: specifically won't generate That's heat. That's kind of what I was afraid
0: of. Um, is there some way that I can generate heat?
1: Do you have a spell that that produces some sort of flame?
0: I keep forgetting that I'm. My yeah, character. yeah.
1: You've got you've got options here.
0: Fairy fire.
1: Fairy fire. Might that work? Let's say that. Let's say that you use fairy fire because okay. this is very much a good space to use yeah. it in. So, um,
0: yeah, I would light it. And kind of fan it to where the flame goes out Get it smoldering like it's incense
1: So here, this is This is kind of what what begins to happen You're placing these things um, In this space Uh, You've got the flower The nut um, The water and the algae are kind of mixed in And it's creating this This odd collection of shapes And you cast fairy fire on This These things And what it does is it begins to highlight everything and these kind of pink and green flames pull up from the edges of the algae in the water and they pull up from the the nut and the flower and you begin to see uh, the shape of like the wolf's face and very similar to the uh, shape uh, on the medallion. Is there any other touches to the ritual?
0: once I get a healthy smoldering and I see that Mm -hmm. smoke rise yeah it's kind of coming
1: up and yeah these little um, wisps
0: I would sit cross-legged in front of it and kind of fan it into my face Mm -hmm. and breathe it in kind of meditate and calm myself for a moment yeah, and then attempt to speak more or less in my mind Mm -hmm. I mean that's how I envision it but it could be audible Sure. Um,
1: um, I would say ever so often there's some audible um, words that you speak. Um, you know, you you let the you let the black wolf know that you are here from the family Magnus. You are here to fulfill your part of the deal, and you're here to ask guidance from the black wolf. And you you spend uh, you know the, the time doing this, and the wind picks up a little, and then picks up a little more, and the trees begin moving, the leaves in the in the uh, air, the cattails, the reeds, uh, and they're not moving in one direction. You see the the winds kind of spiraling. Um, in the forest around you, in the tree line. And as it gets a little stronger, the forest begins to grow dark. Uh, The sun is pretty much setting, and the sky is this dark purple and blue above you. But in the forest, it is becoming black. There is movement in the forest, and as it begins to fill... It fills the entire space. And all you see around in the forest is this black movement. And the wind howling with it. uh, Sounding like the howl of a wolf. And it all stops. And all the wind stops. And there's this little sway back and forth of everything just settling in place. And you see just beyond the trees, there is... Fur, black fur, all around you. Uh, any space between the trees is filled with it. And in that fur are these bones that extrude, that come out. Not bones of whatever creature owns this fur, but bones that have just been brought along with whatever is there. And as you're kind of looking around, you get this sense of just fear that you have always felt whenever you've interacted with a black wolf. It is an intimidating presence, and you just kind of are cautious as you look around, and you look to the side, and you see two glowing eyes as this massive wolf face head cuts into the space you're in, this clearing in the rock, and it takes up almost half of the, the sky from where you're sitting
0: catches my breath
1: yeah and you hear this earthquake no not an earthquake the voice of the wolf and it just says Ragnus
2: you've come to me our deal is not broken I know this do not let me hear Do not let me hear failure from you. What do you want?
0: More than anything, I'd say. Protection and safety for my family. For the Magnus' name.
2: The Magnuses. You protect yourselves. I am no part in that. The wolves, the bears, the cougars, they are not here. You and yours are the top predators in my forest. Mm. You are safe.
0: It's kind of good to hear.
2: (sighs) It is the deal we've made, I do hope. My end of the bargain is satisfactory.
0: We have or will have possession of a dangerous creature. Maybe you're familiar with the Aboleth. We call him Iron... The
2: Ironbound Aboleth. Ironbound. I have seen its coming in the stars.
0: I am not as confident in its prison as others are. And should it escape, I must know how to defeat it.
2: Yes. Yes, it would be a bane on the forest, it is from beyond our worlds, I have foreseen this. I can take care of it without the help of you and yours, but... Our family has made a deal for many years. And I much prefer working with you than the other riffraff humanoids out there. I will tell you how to cut out the heart of this thing. I will tell you, but I require something in return. I foresee this creature, I foresee its death somehow, and I foresee your family leaving this forest and breaking our deal. I require you to make a new deal story. What? When the family has left, you will be the forest's new protector. (laughs) Give this to me and I will tell you how to cut out the heart of
0: the ironbound Abileth. What does it mean to be the protector?
2: You make sure the life of civilization does not touch my woods. You hunt the hunters. You are the Apex Predator. The only building that stands in my forest is your home. If
0: I accept, is there a method of appeal? Because uh, appeal? I do have a conscience. That is why I am with this group to begin with if my duty to you conflicts with that conscience, there could be an issue.
1: The wolf kind of looks around the area a bit and thinks and says,
2: This forest is mine. This forest is me. If you do not take the deal and keep out those who do not give as much as they take that I will let the horrors back into the forest.
0: Causing more harm. Yeah, and you than, than as Agnes
1: remember what this forest used to be like yeah. before the deal, and it was full of predators and just dangerous things that when those people wandered off into the forest, they were absolutely taken by the by the forest actually the wolf says, says
2: you keep out the civilization you make sure they only take what they give balance in this forest is of the highest priority
0: I agree. When he says that he reaches in to his imaginary pocket because doesn't know if he's Agnes or Scory mm-hmm. at this point. Finds a rune that is actually carved on one of his ancestors' bones, okay. specifically. hmm And the rune on it denotes commitment. And he places it on the stone and then takes the butt of his machete and just smashes it in kind of a, a, a symbol alright and and says I agree
2: good the bond is made and my end of the deal go beyond the veil towards the ruins exists you will find what you seek there a weapon to cut out and kill the creatures that live inside the iron bound
0: did you say creatures that live inside
1: And that is where we are going to leave it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us around our proverbial podcast table. I have been your host and DM Alex and I have with me
0: Caleb S. Gory Agnes and
1: elk grab your swords and keep on adventuring.